0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle king deals zijn
1: maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Boo! Welcome along. This is the Talkie United Yellow Army Herald Express Devon Live podcast. Again with plenty on the agenda this week. Uh, with Guy and David. Richard's not with us today.
0: We have much to discuss. We do sure. indeed.
1: <laughs> have much to discuss, welcome along happy new year to you um, but there's no sugarcoating the fact that we find ourselves going into 2018 ten points adrift of a safe position um, th- we're in a terrible state David aren't we? We're, we're worse than last year but not quite as bad as we were the year before It, may,
0: it, it takes some believing doesn't it that, we're, that we are not actually quite as badly off as we were in 2016 um, But this
1: is five Relegation battles on the trot oh, now, isn't it? It's
0: been five years yeah. uh, of failure, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, under three different regimes. Let's yeah. let's not sort of say that it's all you know people pointing fingers in various different directions at the moment. You know, it's it's, it's this regime hasn't done any better than the previous two. <laughs> so, no, no. Uh, um, uh, but. Uh, we, we are where we are uh, uh, the crazy thing is I, I don't think talking United are that much worse than quite a lot of other teams yeah. in in the National League but uh, as Gary hours has, has been re- repeating and as everybody knows and had boredom uh, you know if you can't stick the ball in the back of the net exactly, exactly you're not going to win games and um, that is the priority now uh, I, I, I I was chatting to hours this week about uh, you know how you the, the, the business of trying to keep Rory Keating, Jamie Reid, John Paul Pittman, yeah. the resident strikers, uh, trying to keep their morale up mm. in the face of, you know, a message which you can't really sugarcoat in any in any. No, w- we're what just what not we're scoring goals. Form, no, uh, and and uh, uh, eventually, you know. Gary Owens turned around and said, Look, I'd love to be able to (laughs) put some sugar coating around it, but that isn't the real world we're living in. And and if you opt to be a striker, professional striker in football, um, you know, it rather goes with the territory. Your your job when you turn up for work most weeks is to stick the ball in the back of the net. And if you don't do it, um, as he said, you should, speaking as a right back, you should probably
1: go and play at right back. And, and I suppose, yeah. you know, because um, the goals that we've got recently, Sean McGinty got one, didn't he? Yep. We got uh, a, penalty a penalty, Jamie Reid. Reid.
0: Um, uh, and and I think that that you know that the, the worrying thing uh, for anybody who's seen United recently is that when push comes to shove, and it was certainly the case at Boreham Wood last Saturday when United did not seriously test Grant mm. Smith in the home goal once in ninety minutes. And I um, wish I, I
1: had a pound for every time you've come onto the podcast saying that this season after yeah. a poor performance well I remember it was definitely true in the third match of the season when they
0: lost 3-0 at Gateshead mm. uh, and I can remember uh, Kevin Nicholson coming out after that game and readily admitting that, that, that you know United had let the travelling supporters down and you know etc 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 and that a different United would come out the following Tuesday night uh, against Boreham and Wood and of course history relates that Boreham Wood won 4-2 at Plainmore yeah. and that was Kevin's last game in charge and um Uh, It was quite interesting that in the last two games, and we're not, admittedly, we are dealing with some people who arrived just in during Robbie Herrera's time as caretaker, that only two hours' signings have started in each of the last two matches. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 And both of those, Alex Davey has just left. uh, uh, Yeah, we'll uh, come to that in a minute. Which is a a blow. And there are question marks about whether Reading will recall Mm. or have um, Axel Anderson back when his Mm. loan runs out. Um, uh, after the Rex- after this Saturday's game at Wrexham. It's, it's, uh, and you can read into these things what you want, but the, the fact is that the, the big majority of the players who started at both Eastleigh, where in fact United fought very hard at Eastleigh, yeah. to hold on to a penalty which had given them the lead, and we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, and at Boreham Wood, where they were a shadow of that team, uh, is that, you know... Yeah. That the teams didn't really represent, um, for one, for plenty of different reasons: suspensions, injuries, etc. Um, uh, you know, ours is <laughs> yeah. work in the tra- in the transfer market. Only only two players that he signed started in those two matches. But uh, anyway, there we are. Uh, um, uh, if if they play like they did at Boreham Wood again, yeah, uh, uh, certainly <laughs> on. On, on more than a couple of more occasions, United will go down. We, there's no, yeah. you know, you definitely. Um, but if they if they apply themselves and get stuck in like they did at Eastleigh on Boxing Day, it's plus, different, it's a different game, it's a yeah. it's, it's a different yeah. board game.
1: It's baffling, isn't it? It's yeah. baffling for everybody involved in the club. But so, but in the end, yeah.
0: It, 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 You keep clean sheets in football matches, obviously because of good defence, but secondly, at this level, it's usually teams that keep clean sheets have the ball in the opposition half of the pitch most Mm. of the time. In other words, you can't put defences at this level and probably at League Two under persistent pressure week in, week out and expect them to keep clean sheets. It just won't happen. Uh, And United do not carry enough punch, enough weight, enough know-how, enough physicality or whatever yeah. kind of the words you can throw in, in attack at the moment to cause many concerns to opposing managers. And we've known it for weeks and months. And, of course, they are the toughest players to find
1: and sign. Of course, but when you're losing the ball in those areas of the field, it just becomes like one of those attack against defence training games. Right. doesn't it? You, cle- you clear the ball yes. and it immediately comes back at you again. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing more and more with Turkey this season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: that's right. If, if, if the defenders and the midfield players... Can stick the ball upfield, either a really good ball or a not so good ball, and in the full expectation that somebody up front will make something of it, yeah. you, you're in a completely different mindset and ball game. At the moment, United are going out onto the pitch hoping, their forwards are going out onto the pitch hoping that they might get a goal. Yeah. They don't expect to get a goal. Uh, uh, all the good strikers that you and I have ever watched over the years walked out onto a pitch at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon thinking, I'm getting one this afternoon, yeah. or two, or three. They expect it. That's what their mindset was, and that was their attitude. United simply don't look
1: no. like that at the moment, and something's got to change. Now, we've, we've seen a story on the Devon Live website this morning, which you've put up. David, there's good news and there's bad news on the loan signings. As you just mentioned there, Alex Davy has gone. Yes. And Jazzy Barnum Bob is has, returning is, to Newport. He's returning to Newport. He's in the middle of a three-match suspension yeah. as, as
0: it stands. I think we've got mixed feelings about both of those, uh, certainly in the case of
1: Alex Davey. Uh, but I, I, personally, I would like to have kept both of them. I could well, see certainly Alex Davey, yeah. terrific player, and I could see enough in Barn and Bob to want to hang on to. Yes, a bit I don't
0: quite know what's happened there, uh, whether there's a bit of six of one and a half done the other, and whether he wanted to, yeah. to go back to Newport, uh, whether Newport you know, said something along the lines of, look, we'd quite like your back or, yeah. or uh, etc I don't get the impression that uh, especially with the situation in defence is that um, United would have sort of basically said thanks for no thanks because mm-hmm. I think he's done a bit better than that um, uh, but it's that, that that's where that is uh, Michio Fete can play right wing back and uh, he's, and he's, staying, and he's staying he? uh, yeah. uh, to the end of the season on loan from Norwich and um, uh, and uh, uh, the big, you know, the big disappointment because they've been talking to him for weeks and weeks and weeks, and, and they felt they'd, they'd cracked that, is that Alex Davy uh, has has left. Do we according, know? It was, according well, to Gary Hours, yeah. after agreeing a deal, and according to Gary Hours, shaking hands on it on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, apparently he he rang back on Wednesday morning and said. Thanks, but no thanks. Very sorry, but um, it looks like I'm off to. This is because he, he's a Cheltenham player. His yeah. contract to Cheltenham is is up this week, short-term contract at Cheltenham, and he's going to believe it or not, Boreham Wood. I see um, that.
1: That's baffling, isn't it?
0: Well, it, it look uh, nobody does anybody any favors mm. in football. Anybody who thinks that friends help you out is living in a dream world. Uh, uh, there's plenty of <laughs> there's an old saying in football is that your friends will always kill you. Uh, and, and yes, it's, and it's very often true, but uh, the fact is that Boreham Wood, who playing in front of gates of around 400 most weeks, mm-hmm. appear to be in a better position to sign a player like Alex Davy than Torquay United are. Now that that's, is that's pretty damning. That isn't that, it? that that is stunning. It's 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 mystifying on one count, mm. and it's depressing on another. Um, in other words, uh, Alex, I've got a pretty good idea of what sort of money United are offering people yeah. to come to play more at the moment. And I think it's pretty good. I was going to say, without, without giving the game away, it's it's decent money. Oh, it? absolutely. It's, it's more money than I've ever earned. Yeah. Put it like that. Well, I may not say an awful lot for uh, um, the wage structure of uh, our company, but it's uh, it's. Seriously good, it's yeah. good, decent money, yeah. decent money. I think if any, you know, you, you, you're, you're talking 750, mm. uh, you know, that sort of figure. Um, now, if Boreham Wood are in, a cha- are in a position on their gates, and I know they have the input from Arsenal, you know, the other under- 23s yeah. play there, the ladies play there, a club like Boreham Wood playing to the gates they have is in a position to offer a player like Alex Davy
1: a better deal more than 750 quid a week yeah yeah
0: then then what on earth is is the games is, gone well yeah <laughs> you know good luck to them I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having a, No, none, nobody's having a go at Boreham and wood um, uh, and I suppose there are there are people at Boreham and wood and you know we, we wish them all the best we've played them twice now and yeah. lost all six points against them but um you know that that's a team which, in the modern world at the moment, is in the last playoff position to mm. get into the football league, and they can't pull in. There was less than four hundred Boreham Wood supporters. Yeah. At Meadow Park last Saturday, now I find it, I I really struggle to get my head around this. Yeah. You know, uh, um, uh, but. Good luck to them, and good luck to Alex Davy. Well, yeah, good, um, good,
1: good player, I suppose. Yeah. He's, he's got to look after his own future. Well, exactly. You, you I know. suppose
0: coming back to what we were talking about earlier, uh, you're talking about, um, uh, uh, you know, somebody who, who has taken a very mm. deliberate, yeah. cold decision. And I don't blame you for that, and none of us would, uh, no. in, in, in the least. No. Uh, there, w- there, there isn't any kind of you know. Oh, look, I'm, you know, I really like the people down at Torquay. It's a good club. I like playing for them. Blah 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 blah. Therefore, I'll sign for them. Mm. No, you know, um, he's,
1: he's made a business decision. He's, yeah, and,
0: yeah. And, and that's fine. And that's what everybody in football does.
1: Yeah, so it comes back to what you were saying just now, isn't it? There's no old pals act. There's no, nobody saying, no. look, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stay with you guys for a few quid less to help you out. It's not Donkeys years ago, uh, um, going down memory
0: lane, uh, when Tony Waddington, the old Stoke City manager, got the mm. job at Stoke for the first time, took him to the League Cup final, etc., you know, back in the 60s, Joe Mercer was the manager of Aston Villa at the time, and he rang uh, Tony Waddington, which is in Tony Waddington's book, and he was the first person to ring up when Tony Waddington was sitting behind his desk for the first time. Joe Mercer here, Tony, how are you? He said, just want to ring you up and wish you all the very best of luck, have a little chat. And he said, I'll give, you, I'll, I'll give you one piece of advice, all right? He said, never trust anybody, and that includes me, <laughs> <laughs> And put the phone, and put the yeah. phone down. They became great friends <laughs> yeah. after that. But what Joe Mercer was saying was right. They don't start thinking that people are going to give you a helping hand or, or, or whatever. If anybody does along the way, well, that's fine, but yeah. it happens very, very rarely. The pressure on people in football is so great that you know, they'll almost do people a bad turn rather than letting yeah. themselves dropping themselves in it, and um, it's just the way it is, and, yeah. and, and you know, the, the, the hard-nosed ones tend to get mm-hmm. on.
1: So talking about the players, uh, we've got another couple of players that are question marks over. Last week we left the cliffhanger on the podcast, we weren't sure what was happening about Josh McCoy, he was um, he was considering his options. And he still is, back okay. at Luton Town, uh, no news on that, um,
0: we'll, we'll see whether in the end he he's mm-hmm. coming back. I, I think at the moment, you know, that, that we're, we're only just into January aren't we, let's face it, and quite a lot of players are waiting and seeing and their agents are doing the same as to yeah. whether there might be a bit of interest from somewhere that, that, that gives them some, something. I've no doubt then they'd start playing one club off against another which I'm sure yeah. Gary Howes is having to deal with at the moment. Um, so that's a question mark. Yeah.
1: What about uh, the goalkeeper? What about Vincent Dorel? I think
0: they're quite close to a deal for Vincent Dorel to stay. Um, uh, they've been talking to him for quite a while yeah. and there are no signs that he's about to <laughs> head out the door. But and of course, I mean, he's not
1: alone, is he? He's a short-term no, contract. No, a short-term contract.
0: So uh, Guy you obviously has left. He went. Which yeah. Gary ours has been fairly pointed about uh, mm-hmm. today. He said he was on the bus back from Boreham Wood. He he, he he hasn't had many chances recently. Um, but you know, players can argue this until you're blue in the face. You know, some players get more chances than others, and uh, most managers pick people on what they see on the training ground. Yeah. And uh, you know, ours got him in on a, a what he admits was a bit of a gamble uh, mm-hmm. to see how he shaped up. Uh, we've seen glimpses of him. He got involved. He started a rather unfortunate afternoon against Maidstone yeah. in the Trophy. Uh, ha- hasn't made a huge impact, but who knows? In better times, what might have happened? But the top, top, and bottom of it is. Uh, he, he was on the team coach back from Bournemouth on Saturday night. And he was gone on the Sunday morning with, with, without uh, letting or, or
1: oh, r- really, r- yeah. running it past
0: Gary Hours. So it was quite um, abrupt then. Oh yeah, yeah said there was no, there was no. According, this is according to Gary Hours, there was no discussion about it before that or anything like that. Now, uh, the club have put out a fairly polite, oh you know, failed to settle down to yeah. that sort of stuff. And I know it was difficult for him, uh, a, a, a member of. Uh, club staff stepped in and had him in for Christmas because they suddenly realized he was in the, yeah. the goals lodge you know on his own over christmas and he spent that with a family of a member of the club staff and uh, it is difficult when you're you know a well, long way to from be, home isn't it yeah. especially if you're not if it's not really happening mm. for you on the pitch but um uh, I, I think uh, well uh, ours used the word disrespectful to the club in uh, yeah. in the up, in the upshot of that but you have to move move on from these things he pretty did. quick. It's you? a
1: shame. These things like that don't, for whatever reason, that didn't come off, though, didn't it? Because he, he looked as if physically, he looked a decent player. We never really got a chance to see him, and as you say, Gary Hours did see him on the training ground. So well, he saw him on the training
0: ground enough to give him a, uh, yeah. a short term contract, which was obviously a prove yourself deal. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, I think as well, it's unfortunate, isn't it? If United were currently in the top half of the table and doing okay. Uh, and playing better. Yeah. Guy you may well have come on as a sub in his first couple of games, got a goal yeah. you etc 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 and we wouldn't be having this conversation but United are down at the bottom of the table uh, um, every set setback seems like a new mountain to, 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 yeah. to, to cross uh, and a player like you, there's often a danger that he gets almost sort of sidelined by the sheer pressures of of the situation yeah. you know somebody like Gary Owls looks at the team and says right well what we've got to go away to Eastleigh do I do I start with Reed and Keating up front or John Paul Pittman or do I yeah. start with, with Guy Nabu, who is a uh, back to goal getting yeah. into feet lay it off type of centre-forward Of exactly than the type that we've been crying out for. True, if you can get if if the rest of the team is playing yeah, well enough to yeah. get the ball into him, uh, um, you know. Whereas you know, you usually find when you're down at the bottom of the table, it's fairly long ball, chase it, and turn bad balls into good yeah. balls. You know, yeah.
1: so, uh, so because all of this is leaving the squad a little bit threadbare, isn't it? I mean, we'll come on to, to, to actually, a new signing in a moment. But yeah. you know, we've we're talking about Davies gone, Barnum Bob is gone. McQuoid is yeah. away thinking about uh, you question know mark about Anderson next week. Yeah. Uh,
0: um, now, so if Gary Ows actually ends up going out and getting a central defender in, as we all know, that mm. isn't the top priority at the moment. But it may be because
1: Anderson may he, be on his way. He, he damn yeah. well needs yeah. one, you know. Yeah. So um, and Gowling is still some way from being fit. Uh, still unavailable. Yeah. Uh, for selection with his knee
0: problems, and also the same, by the way, with a, with a lad who has slipped completely off the radar, which is Ryan Higgins,
1: yes. uh, the right yeah. back,
0: who has been away now for five or six weeks on compassionate leave mm. back in Liverpool with a a family problem to deal yeah. with, and um, so uh, you know, Christ, he he, he could have been <laughs> he could have been useful yeah. in current circumstances, yeah. and that's another you know a problem which is so which he, is sort
1: of in in terms of sheer numbers, unless. Signings do arrive between now and, and the Wrexham game at the weekend. We're pretty threadbare, aren't we? Well, there was there was what I think we were sub
0: short. Yeah. Uh, uh, on last Saturday, uh, Ryan Clark was the only one left, and uh, I've never seen him uh, um, do a shift at right on the right wing or anything like you, you that. he could so, be uh, pressed into action. You never <laughs> so, know. Yeah. Uh, and this is a crazy sort of turnaround, isn't it, from a situation where only a few weeks ago United seemed to have. Yeah, players well, yeah, coming out yeah. and, front and, and Gary Harris
1: was talking then about slimming the squad down a little.
0: Quite, bit. Uh, and it's obviously, you know, it's uh, for one reason or another. It's uh, yeah, it's cut back. I'm sure there will be, uh, you know, on the back of Alex Fletcher, who we'll talk about in a yeah, second. Yeah, this um, this, this I, is the glimmer. There will be at least another yeah. couple, at least yeah. another couple in by the weekend that, that badly needs to be. Um,
1: so the, this morning we're here on Thursday. If you're listening to us on the day when the podcast is fresh, it's Thursday, and during the course of Thursday morning. Uh, Torquay have signed Alex Fletcher. Yeah, uh,
0: This is a homegrown kid in a way. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. He's he's a home, but he's not wasn't grown here. Uh, um, he, he was. Is he one who slipped through the net? Is well, uh, United didn't have a. He's only eighteen, going on nineteen next yeah. month. So over the last couple of years, uh, United haven't had a, an academy, no. um, and he ended up um, playing for Torbay schools. He went to Torquay Boys Grammar School. Torbay schools and ended up joining Argyle's academy yeah. and he's just come through. He's been in the first team squad now for the last month or two um, yeah, so he's, he's not been that far away from Argyle's league one side. He's a Newton Abbott lad isn't yeah. he? And um, he,
1: he, scored, he scored for the first team. He's made four starting appearances for Argyle this yeah, season. Seven subs. sub. Seven subs, yeah. And he scored two goals against Chelsea in the Checker in trade, the checker trade right. trophy. Yeah, he's yeah. got a
0: league goal against Fleetwood. I think they do by all accounts they they do raise yeah. him down there well you know if you're feeding a first year pro into the first team squad right. at 18 then you know he, he, uh, hopefully he's half decent i've never i haven't seen him play no. so i know you gary know, has Ga- hasn't he? gary he gary see has yeah. seen him play yeah. several times but then uh, gary houses has seen almost everybody that's pulled on a pair yeah. of boots yeah. this side of Timbuktu too uh, several times so um, he, he's usually pretty uh, well Qualified to think, but uh, uh, you know he. I think at 18 he sounds. You know, my goodness, it, this will be a fairy tale if an 18-year-old. Yeah. Do you think uh, he will throw a, him fr- straight him in? Or to, oh, I don't. I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he yeah. if he doesn't start on Saturday. Um. Uh, um. United have got especially if he can get someone to play alongside him, which which he yeah. is he is. I mean, here we go. He's trying to sign a number nine, old-fashioned target. You know, lower division centre forward. Yeah. Well, isn't everybody?
1: Well, another Argyle player is the name on everybody's lips on social media this morning. Nathan yeah. Blissett, who hasn't exactly made it made a name for himself in the first team at Argyle. He's done okay down yeah. there, but he hasn't established himself as a week in, week out player for them. No, there. no,
0: I, I, I haven't. I, obviously, I've heard the same yeah. rumors, and I've done a little bit of digging about it, and I haven't. Uh, here we are, stand to be proved wrong in the next hour or two. There but, could, but, be but, but is, could be an email coming in outside that um, door now. Uh, I haven't had any. No uh, indications from the people at count that Nathan Blissett is has been imminently on his way back to Plainmoor. Having said that, in this situation, never, you never know, so. do you? No, you you know,
1: do you? You never know, because he uh, a player like Nathan Blissett. Then let's say is exactly what we're looking for. Isn't
0: well, he? two years ago, uh, um, Kevin Nicholson, you know, d- during the, uh, you know, and we, we we carried a story about this on the back page of the Herald yesterday. Uh, uh, that that, that uh, it, it was it was a January squad shake-up by Nicholson two years ago that kept United up then yeah. with Blissett, uh, uh, Sean Harrod, uh, Danny Raki, uh, Josh Reese, Toby Ajala, people like that coming back yeah. to the club um, uh, uh, or coming into the club. Uh, and I think he scored, what, six, seven goals, mm. Blissett, between then and he the did. end of the season. Um, joined United. Uh, yeah. uh, um, uh, and... Uh, I think he'd been no, he'd been released at Bristol Rovers, hadn't he? So he'd just been released. So he yeah. came to us to the end of the season, then stayed. Um, and I don't think most of us thought that he actually did uh, ever improved on that for us. Uh, no, um, he had he, a, a he, long he, lean spell. He didn't did, He the following yeah. season. The following season, and then in January, Argyle paid thirty thousand quid yeah. for him, which, yeah. which which we all there's was a few raised eyebrows. Um, but the fact is that United desperately needs somebody like him up yeah. front. Yeah. Uh, look at here, we, Hallelujah, Kiefer Moore, uh, um, who, oh, yeah. who, yeah. you know, is hardly, um, and he wouldn't claim to be. I always use this Marco van Basten <laughs> line, don't I? But, 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 etc. But he's just gone from. Uh, Rotherham on loan where he scored 13 goals in League One this season every
1: one of them painful Uh, to watch quite Uh, um,
0: and he's gone to to Peterborough United Mm. from Ipswich for a fee I understand something in the region of £250,000 £300,000 on the back of Billy Bowden, of course going from
1: Bristol Rovers to Preston for half a million that's Um, baffling isn't it because we were talking about this this morning before we started the podcast that we never really saw the best of Billy Bowden at Hawkeye United did we no
0: I, I think he, when he first came, uh, first initially on loan, wasn't it from Swindon? Yeah, uh, uh, he was lively, wasn't he? Bright in that, yes, in that he was. first yeah. year yeah. Martin Lane team with um, uh, Unanue, Kane, mm-hmm. uh, Damon Lathrop just in front of the back four, and Rennie Howe up front holding the ball up. Yeah, and 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 Billy Bowden looked pretty scored useful. he
1: Scored one of the goals when we beat Argyle. Yes, you know, that's right. And
0: really. just a just a, just a, a really and uh, as he always had been all his life, a very very talented youngster. Um, and uh, I think a lot a lot of people did raise eyebrows when Martin Ling paid seventy thousand pounds for him during the summer to get him out of. To, yeah. to, to sign yeah. him from Swindon, and I don't think he ne- ever quite played for United as well as he had done well, he during didn't. that loan spell. He didn't, did he? Um, and, uh, but uh, he eventually left, uh, went to Bristol Rovers, has taken quite a long time to a- to mm. really establish himself at Bristol Rovers, and he is now. I think he's scored what, 11 goals. They love him up there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has he's always been a terribly talented player. Mm. He's got a great left foot. He beats people for a pastime. Not that quick, but he's deceptive. Yeah. Um, and can shoot, score goals. Uh, um, and, you know, good luck to him. I, I, I think this is a classic example of a very talented young player who took quite a long time for the penny to drop yeah, or, or yeah. the coffee to be smelt. Now, all of a sudden... He's, what is he, 25? Mm-hmm. He's 25. It's taken him until 24-25 stroke 25 to really start delivering yeah. on a regular basis at the type of level he was always capable of doing. Not 18, not no, 19, no, I 24. It's,
1: it's just a regret, isn't it, that we had that player there, we yes. paid money for him, Absolutely. and we never really saw no. the best out of no. him. No, especially, in,
0: in other words, he played better for us before we paid 75, <laughs> yeah, than yeah. he
1: ever did afterwards. He did. Mysteries, the mysteries of football. Yep. Um, yeah, we 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 don't really want to talk any more about the Boreham Wood game, do we? Although there was a, refre- s- a refereeing decision that was somewhat baffling. Wasn't well, there?
0: having seen it again now, I mean, at the time, uh, uh, I was baffled. All the people around me baffled, and I think even the Boreham Wood people were, were, were momentarily baffled. What actually um, happened? Well, uh, uh, Blair Turgot, the Boreham Wood w- winger substitute, went down the right hand side, crossed it. Vincent, we we're talking about a goal down with ten minutes to go. Uh, Vincent Durrell catches the cross, clutches onto the cross, runs to the edge of the area to boot it upfield to try and get Torkey onto the attack again. And all of a sudden, there's a little spat going on behind him, uh, um, a sort of pushing and shoving match between Alex Davey, yeah. ironically, yes. uh, and Bruno Andrade, the the, the the Boreham Wood forward. Eventually, Andrade goes to ground. Yeah, uh, The referee, uh, um, Mr Alan Young... Um, uh, points to the spot uh, and various people throw their arms up in the air and say, you know, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I've seen it since and the annoying thing from Alex Davy and United's point of view is that uh, Alex Davy really should have just walked... Should yeah. have, uh, yeah. e- e- if Andrade wanted to make something of, a, a, of an incident, you just, as a, as a centre-half and you're a goal down and your goalkeeper is about to put, boot the ball up the pitch... Your only thought should be, get on with it. Get on with yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not talking to you or getting involved with you. I'm pushing up with the rest of my back for, you know, for yeah. offside purposes. That didn't quite happen. I have no doubt, having seen the replays, Andrade looks as like if he goes to ground very easily. But decision to make for the referee and he makes it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was the that was two nil and that was that. Um, it was just a, a really tame, lightweight performance by United, but and a long
1: old journey back, and uh, a United. long old journey back.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, it, of course, then the other results start coming in, um, yeah. and they yeah. just compound the issue. Uh, United actually didn't finish the day any technically worse off than they started mm. it because they're still ten points adrift. But it feels like, it felt like, feels worse, doesn't it? It does. It, it, it does. Feel does. Worse. Solihull Moors managed to win a game. Yeah. Um, and they're now seven points off safety, and they'll be they'll be thinking, oh, we, 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 we've still got a chance to get form, aren't they? Well, yeah. they've just picked up a yeah. little bit, uh, but then everybody in this division picks up a little bit from time to time, yeah. and then immediately falls back again. So Wrexham, for instance, who who uh, haven't conceded a goal since the old king died, or or at least feels like it, um, uh, you know, conceded three, including one in stoppage time at home to Barrow on Saturday, and yeah. threw three all. So uh, here we go again. It's almost Strangely. impossible to predict from one day to the next but
1: we have to start winning that's the bottom, well, bottom exactly. line now is
0: draws will not no. when 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 uh, actually in 2016 when Kevin got uh, Blissit and Coe in uh, the situation w- w- which is uh, uh, united also had 20 points in 27 games the situation actually got worse for a few weeks yeah and then all of a sudden when bookies had stopped taking bets on united going down they were 12 points adrift with 17 games to go yeah, United are now 10 points adrift with 19 games to go. Uh, um, back in 2016, they won at Boreham Wood 1-0, Blissett scored, and uh, uh, they went on an on a unbeaten run of eight games, yeah. and they got 24 points out of, out of those eight games. Uh, sorry, 19 points out of, the, yeah. out of the 24. Now, United are going to have to do something similar to that. It's not impossible, 19 games to go. Yeah. And, by the way, there's a very, very interesting march where United play Chester, Guiseley, and Solihull Moors in successive matches. Now, they're all going to be um, well. well there will be six points. Abs- abs- yeah. Absolutely, Whatever. In other words, draws will not get United out of this. They're no. going to have to start winning some matches, and they're going to have to start putting the ball in the back of the net from open play. End of story. Yeah. A lot of pressure on Alex
1: Fletcher and whoever else comes in. Yeah, and and
0: and and you know, in these situations, the one thing that you have to uh, say, well, amongst many other things, but the one thing you have to say about Nicholson over the last couple of years is that somehow he managed, and all the managers who have kept United up over the years, and there have been many different types of characters, uh, um, Stuart Morgan, uh, Ian Atkins, you wouldn't come across a more Irascible, straight-talking bloke, the yeah. Ian Atkins, uh, same Neil Warnock. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they didn't take any prisoners. That sort of people. Kevin Nicholson was made a slightly different mould. Uh, um, but you have to keep the team fighting. You yeah. have to. You do not stay up by going wobbly in 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 the closing stages of the season. You have to keep everybody together and fighting and keep that belief. Yeah. Now, eventually. You have to deliver a result or two that g- enables everybody to grab it just hold. Just galvanises it. When everybody. When the players doesn't. came off at Eastleigh on Boxing Day, there was a feeling you could see it amongst them uh, um, uh, of, of, pe- of, of players: "We're going to do this," yeah. you know, because they had fought hard at Eastleigh under difficult circumstances, ten men. Gale in their faces in the second half, and they got through that match with a one-all draw. Yeah, you have to get those sort of results, and obviously we're talking wins rather than draws, to give to help to
1: bolster that confidence and belief that you can still get out of trouble. And this would be, I mean, the the next couple of games are an ideal opportunity. If they can come away from Wrexham with something, then they've got the rearranged Eastleigh game, two home games to come. Yeah, Eastleigh and Bromley at
0: home. Now I know it's crazy for us to sit here, but. If United, and isn't if the longest, biggest word in the English alphabet, if United could come out of the next three games with six or seven points, in other words, get something at Wrexham or however it comes, the situation is changed. It will be changed because that's just the way it is. Three points for a win, which a lot of people when it was brought in all those years ago thought was a step too far. Is is a wonderful
1: thing <laughs> oh, when, yeah. you, when you're yeah. chasing yeah. somebody. It is. Okay, a couple of other things on the any other business this week as we reach the end of the agenda. Gilbert the Gull. We must talk about the contribution that. Um,
0: yes, what's the latest on that? Because uh, I, uh, we got the impression that he might be having a chat with the club about. I don't. I don't uh, think he is. I no, don't think right. the meeting's
1: going ahead today. Okay, I right. think he's got other commitments today. Right. Um, but Steve Jagger, who's been Gilbert yes. the Gull for and the that. last four seasons. Yep. Has resigned, yeah. Gilbert the goal, he's had a bit of a falling out, um, with the club, which we won't go into the nuts and bolts, um, no, the no. Podcast. I,
0: I think you can come at it from either side, yeah. I think the club are, according to Tim Herbert, the secretary, the club are sad that he's resigned, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think they ever wanted him to resign no, or I expected I, him to resign. Um, I think there was an issue which they wanted to sort of tackle with him,
1: um. It, it, it would be and, a great thing if they were able to patch this up, wouldn't yes, it? Because exactly. Steve yeah. has been yeah. a, a, has been, he's, I mean, he's, he, people say oh, it's only the club mascot, and that's that much is true. But he's been a really good mascot, Steve. Absolutely. He's you know Definitely. he gets the crowd going. Yes. He's not afraid to no. engage with the box <laughs> side, shall we say? Um, and he, you know, yeah. he countless photographs of him all yeah. over the place. Hugely popular with kids. Yeah. Uh, he has a
0: feeling for the job. Yeah, uh, and you know, it would be it would be very good news if both sides could. It would be compromise great. Could, or whatever word you if want. The to podcast could yeah, broker yeah. a deal at all. Then well, yes, um, because know. it's 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 silly to to end something. Yeah, uh, when it doesn't need to no, really, exactly. you know, um, uh, from both sides. From both sides.
1: So the, the Gilbert costume carries on, but it won't be Steve inside it. As not things not as at things at stand, moment. but and uh, that's fingers a shame. crossed. Yeah. And also, now I have a a tale of walking football to tell you at the moment. Now, we mentioned last week on the podcast that um, Father Christmas had been via the club shop, didn't we, on his way out on his rounds. And um, my younger daughter, who is a Torquay United fanatic and occasional podcast contributor, did arrange for Father Christmas to bring me a Torquay United shirt this year. So I gave it its tribute last (laughs) night for Torquay United's walking football team. I'll tell you how and when you can get involved in that in a minute. And I think this shirt is like Billy's Boots in the old Tiger comic. (laughs) Billy's Boots, for anybody... I can't imagine any podcast listener isn't familiar with Billy's Boots, but uh, there was a character in Tiger comic called Billy Dane, who had acquired the boots of um, a former um, player called Hotshot Keen. And as soon as he put these boots on, he became a tremendous player and scored hatfuls of goals, and it was all down to Billy's Boots. So I played in this shirt last night for the first time... And for the first time, I think, ever in my life, I scored two goals in one game, both with my left foot. That's never, ever happened before. So I reckon that shirt is somehow. Um, so if Gary Hours wants to borrow my shirt and give it to any of the players. It's
0: got tar- stardust in it, isn't it? it? There's a
1: Billy's a, Boots. Yeah. St- sort of taint to that yeah, shirt the trouble is of course you will
0: no doubt be wearing it in the next match I will I'll have to do it again <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> the,
1: now the pressure is now on they won't uh, because let if it you can't it.
0: maintain that level of performance then uh, people will start asking questions won't they two goals um,
1: in the same game in the right end with, with my left foot your it's, left
0: foot yeah. Just never the Henderson happens. left foot is usually for standing on so.
1: if you think walking football could be for you by the way, if you're, um, if you're reaching an age where you miss your football nobody's going to ask you to play in a running about football team again but you missed the game and you'd like to have a go come along and join the Talkie United walking football team you can, um, you can come play with us on a Wednesday evening, 5.15 for 5.30, it sounds like a posh party doesn't it, <laughs> 5.15 for 5.30 at Painton Academy, under the lights on the plastic pitch, you'd be very welcome come along and have a go and that's it. We've reached well the end of a long agenda uh, we've, today. We've got we've got some
0: huge game. Another huge game coming up. Another we long have. trip up to Wrexham. I think that'll be United's third successive away game, won't yeah. it? With the postponement of the New Year's Day game against Eastleigh. A lot of mileage um, going in. A lot of mileage, and don't we know it? But um, you know, they're still they've got to be they've got to be played, and they've got to be won. Hopefully, sooner or later, these games.
1: Thank you very much for your time. This has been the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United, Yellow Army podcast with with Dave and Guy. And as ever, come come on you Yellows. Yellows.